and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> excuse me, frog in my throat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trap Draw Podcast. It's a chop session. My name is Randy. I'm joined by Mr. TC, Tron Carter. Tron, how are we today? Big guy. I'm doing well. It's been a little bit. I think last one of these we did was uh, end of November, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's uh, It's been a little bit of a whirlwind. It feels like a whirlwind. You and I are taken off here for the next gosh three weeks so uh we're actually recording this on friday january 12th but everybody will be hearing this the next week uh, we have some busy travel coming up but it's been good man uh, new year off to a good start for you it is it is things are things are good uh weather's been a little dicey here in jacks uh as it sounds like it's been all over the country it was freezing this week it was in the mid 50s randy um you know i know you're getting out of denver uh right before the big cold snap right yeah there's talk of bomb cyclones and polar vortexes and yeah it's a a good time to be getting out of denver Uh, and you know what what better place to go than saudi arabia exactly as people are listening to this yeah we'll be we'll probably be hanging out in king abdullah economic city or something you know that's right that's right uh well, yeah, we are on uh, an undisclosed trip. Um, the the regularly scheduled trap draw programming goes on, though. We'll touch on that. But TC, why don't we thank our first sponsor here, right off the top? Who we got? I would love to, Randy. Uh, that's Stone Creek. It's uh, oh nice. You know, it's tough, thankless work. There's no higher calling than to play the role of social monitor, Randy. It's the cross we bear here at the trap draw, which we're happy to do. But the trapezoids need to participate in this calling. And we want them to do that by monitoring their coffee. There are a lot of bad <laughs> hombres out in the coffee industry. The industry is, in general, is shady and controlled by the speculation of global commodity traders. Uh, Shout out that. to the Vision Fund. Uh, you want to make sure that your coffee is sourced ethically and transparently. That's where Stone Creek comes in. Stone Creek is a certified B corporation. You know what? I think I might go for like a, a personal certified B certification. I'm not really yeah. sure what that entails, but I would certainly support you. If, I think it's if also, you yeah. do want to go for that. Yeah, you know, I'm ethical, I'm moral, I pay it forward. I, I feel like the TCUA B Corporation stuff is is hand in hand. Uh, but that actually tracks the economic impact of their coffee buying for farmers across the world. We're talking about actual shared prosperity. Uh, I hope that's not a shot at my guys from Grupo Salinas. Uh, <laughs> plus, Randy, it's just damn good coffee. So It is good coffee. Yeah. Uh, I've been on some of the anaerobic stuff here of late, and then I mix in uh, the Cream City stuff as well. You're a big, like, mega dark roast guy, aren't you? Yeah, I told Drew, Drew Pond, this time of year especially, I'm more of a fan of the, the dark roast. But I do have the Cream City. You know, I, I'm still... He sent me a wonderful kind of fall harvest bag of beans that I'm still working through. I, I've got quite a few open at the moment, and it's it's truly a, a grab bag surprise each and every morning. There's a uh, yeah, he's got me in some of this geisha stuff. Geisha, geisha. I don't you know. I don't know. Uh, so it's fantastic, and I've been doing like the 
hot water over the chemex like proper yeah proper yeah. coffee you got a new grinder all that stuff so go to stonecreekcoffee.com slash trap draw there you'll find a bunch of coffee and merch recommendations set up for nlu nation and of course use the code trap draw that's one word all caps trap draw to get 15 percent off and free shipping on your first two orders i feel like we're going to get some good coffee in the next couple of weeks too well wonderful thank you to stone creek uh tc why don't we as we usually do we, we have some housekeeping we want to go through yeah randy how were your holidays first and foremost tc they were they were wonderful uh you know christmas is always a bit more stressful than thanksgiving but uh i got back to cincinnati spent some time at home well the gift giving is it just makes it tough you know my my niece and two nephews i i love them it's just difficult to find good presents for them and it's something i'm usually not thinking about and so then i'm in scramble mode a few days before christmas arrives and then you know the parents it's like i I wish we just you know like let's we don't need to give each other anything but i know they're still going to give me a few things so i gotta go get them a few things and it's like you know, they tell me they don't need anything. Oh, you know, so it's like, well, what am I supposed to get? It just is very stressful for me. And then you mix in, you know, what what day are we doing on our little family? And because that's going to depend on what my sister's doing with the in-laws and this and that. And on Christmas Day, we're driving up to uh, the cousin's farm, which is which is fun. But, you know, it's, it's like three, three and a half hours in the car on Christmas Day. Yeah. It just is... It can be very stressful, um, but it, it's nice too. It's you, okay. I get to see a lot of family. Uh, the only thing that sucked this year, I picked up a little. I, I don't know if it was a flu bug. I I took a couple COVID tests, which were both negative, but was definitely under the weather there for uh, four or five days post Christmas. Um, but besides oh. that, yeah, it was good. I, I imagine your experience is a little different, TC, with with the two young boys. Yeah, it's kind of reinvigorated Christmas for me. Uh, the Swedes were in town. We took uh, took Ann and T, Alex's uh, some of Alex's relatives on on her mother's side, to the Jags Ravens game. The Jags are now zero three this season. When uh, <laughs> when you know I'm in attendance, traffic's yeah. been awful. After the games, the city of Jacksonville needs to get it together. But no, it was great. The kids, you know, like having the kids and all the Santa stuff, it's it's awesome. So yeah. uh actually played a lot of golf over the holidays as well, which was great. Been, you know, did like a little two-man scramble thing, did you know, all sorts of stuff. So that's been fun. I'm trying to think what else is going on. Randy, I've been getting these massages. Uh, I've been working on my psoas muscle, my hip flexors. Uh, of course. just, just going nuts there. I know you've been doing a lot of hot yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it deep tissue? They getting in there? Oh, yeah. They, they oh. making you uncomfortable a little bit. Well, it's funny. Alex and I did a couple's massage, <laughs> uh, for her birthday. And I had the same massage therapist. I normally have shout out to Laura. And, um, she, you know, I was like, Hey, like, just cause this is a couple's massage. Like that doesn't mean like, we're not going to be like, you do your normal thing. And she got into my psoas muscle <laughs> so deep i'm jumping off the table like i'm i'm literally screaming when she does this and like you know she does this thing with my leg where she just you know basically activates the muscle and then it like gets into my hip flexor and my psoas 
and I'm I'm crying and cussing and screaming. And Alex is like, "This is awesome! Like, this is like the best birthday present I ever could have gotten." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, and then yeah, and then Alex's birthday is always the week week after. Kind of things ramp back up. So I uh, got her some. She wanted to go fishing, so we're, I got her. Oh, nice. Order. Uh, yeah. So, um, we'll be doing that this spring and, but yeah, it's, thank God the kids are back in school, man. It's like, once you have kids, you'll realize like, it's man, like three weeks of no school is it's a war zone, especially like we don't have basements here in Florida and it's, it's no really place to send them. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. So, um, well, uh, busy, uh, a few days skiing. Yeah. A few days skiing. I'm saying we, we, we had that trip to Southern California. Uh, we did kind of a 2024 planning session on the back end of that ran up to Vail for a couple nights. So skied Vail, not the greatest snow conditions, but actually this past week, well, when folks are listening to this, it'd be a couple weekends ago. Uh, we got a, a powder day here and went up and back on a Saturday morning and, TC, you'd be very proud of me. I, I was out of bed at about 4.50 a.m. We were on I-70 by 5.30 wow. a.m. Yeah, girlfriend, a uh, couple friends got to Vail by, I think we parked a little before 8, which which worked out well. We went and grabbed a little coffee, and um, we were on the slopes by, you know, 8.45. And it was a great day. Ended up, like I said, being, I don't know, mid shin not quite knee high powder but mid shin most Sick. places yeah it was it was a really nice day and then drove home that some evening. blue sky basin in did not go all the way over to blue sky we were hanging out in the back bowls a lot of uh yeah. what about china bowl back there <laughs> um which you start you start like piecing together some of the run names they have like shangri-la um red square what else is back there uh very much like yeah oh no they must have named these like way back there's the like city. the mongol or upper mongolia <laughs> yeah, lower yeah. mongolia yeah yeah um I've been but it was a, God, a long time yeah. it was a good day my my only my only nitpick with veil is you kind of forget about some of the um some of the catwalks and some of the flats trying to get yeah. from you know a chairlift to a certain section in the back bowls or you know we were going from this one lift to the two elk lodge for a bite to lunch and it was difficult but uh we we persevered we had a great day skiing with our travels not gonna ski here for a little while but i'm hoping you know second half of february all of march can make up for lost time i think this weekend's gonna dump a lot of snow uh or this past weekend as people are listening so Hopefully, as we get later into the season, it snows a lot more. We we had about a month there where it wasn't really snowing that much, but I think yeah. things are going to pick up. So there was an avalanche out of Tahoe. I got. I was killed just reading there. about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm and going Andrew's to resort White, one. Yeah, I'm going to Whitefish in uh, which, by the way, I watched that. Uh, I think it's called Buried. It was it, the, the the Netflix the avalanche Netflix thing. Have you watched that? Yeah. No, like, I've Alpine scrolled Meadows one. Though I know what you're talking about. It's really well done. It's it's cool. I mean, it's like really sad, but it's also like very interesting. So yeah, um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, we're going to Whitefish in February. Never, never skied up in Montana before. I've been up there in the summer before, but uh, I'm I'm even more excited about we're taking the kids dog sledding. 
That'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Stoked for that. So. I think my parents have done that somewhere. Maybe Yellowstone. They really enjoyed it. Going out for a ride. Get those so. dogs working. Um, Randy, we, you know, I don't want to get too deep into football because we did our ball knowers episode and then obviously the games this weekend will, will be, you know, played like we don't know the results of those games. Um, we know it's going to be cold in Kansas city. It's going to be uh, so cold. It could yeah. be snowy in Buffalo. Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens there. Um, but I did want to talk a little, you know, coaching carousel slash, you know, just an acknowledgement of the college football season as well. well. Where do you fall? So the big news, I guess, Saban calling it quits at Alabama. Uh, we have the hood man calling it quits in New England. Uh, well, let's start there. Yeah, I, I think I speak for both of us. I think we're we're fans of both uh, the dictator and the hood man, right? Totally. Just a couple of guys who are all about the process and, you know, a little curmudgeonly and just win games. Yeah, I've been watching some of some of Saban's, you know, pr- best press conferences from the last couple decades. And yeah, what a I don't know. I, I'm I'm hopeful that he kind of evolves into, you know, kind of the wise old sage of the game and hops on TV and kind of says, "Hey, we need to fix this. Or we need to fix that." Or you know, kind of because like the sport's a little bit rudderless right now. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that Alabama. And I know they're kind of down to like Kalen DeBoer, Tommy Reese, and I can't remember who the third, uh, Mike Norville, who I think would get blown, yeah. Mike Norville would get blown out to sea in Tuscaloosa, I think. I don't think that many guys want this job to follow no. Saban. I think what they should do, they should hire Peter Carroll on like, sign him to like a two, uh, one or two year deal, groom the next guy you want, but, you know, have him kind of be a bridge guy, give him whatever he wants. I think that'd be awesome. I- I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Pete still got that youthful fired up. (laughs) He is fired up. Yeah. Let him go down to Alabama. He'll he'll charm the boosters. He'll, he'll be, you know, a big enough personality where it will help ease the loss of Saban. I, if I'm Kalen DeBoer though, to, to your point, I don't know if I really even want that job. I mean, I, I guess if the money is such that they're paying you so much more than Washington can offer, but, would I rather live in Tuscaloosa or Seattle? I, you know, personally speaking, I'd probably rather live in Seattle. And I think I'd rather go into the Big Ten than this yeah. monster SEC with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. And it, it's just the expectations in Tuscaloosa are, are going to be what what kills totally them. Totally out of whack. Yeah. yeah. No, it's and that's the thing. Like Spencer Hall and Holly Anderson had a great, great write up on Saban's tenure of sorts, and just you know how he was just the center of gravity, like, you know, to the point of like nothing else could even exist in certain spots in the sec. Like he single-handedly ruined, you know, a dozen different tenures. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, happy for Saban though. Hopefully, you know, he and Miss Terry, uh, have a, have a, a wonderful retirement and, you know, I'm sure like she's a boss. So I'm, I'm, (laughs) Glad for them. I, so I, I flipped on the uh, the Feinbaum show because I knew it would be great fodder in the wake of Saban's retirement. God, it did not disappoint TC. <laughs> you just have, and and it's hard to know who are the. You know, I don't I don't listen enough to the Feinbaum show to kind of know who are the the recurring guests and 
you know, who who's just one-time callers, but man, I man and legend and a lot of these just apoplectic Alabama people calling in yesterday. It was it was so good. Um, I imagine Feinbaum's going to just feast on that for for a while. I feel it. Like, uh, Harvey Updike, rest in peace, had tweeted like, "Man, Saban's just going to retire on some random ass like Wednesday afternoon." And sure <laughs> enough, like he did. Uh, I mean, you know, our friend Jim Hartzell, he's he's despondent. He's apoplectic. I know. <laughs> he's, you know, he's just, he's he's like rudderless. He's lost with this news. So. Uh, you know, I hope um, I hope Bama fans enjoyed it, man, because those were the good old days. It, yeah, it's true. no matter what, it's going to be so so difficult to replicate. Yeah, he said he feels ten times worse than when the bear died. And Saban didn't even die, you know. So, uh, uh, Randy, what do you think of Michigan winning it all? I thought they were. I have no qualms with Michigan. I I, I, I have some qualms they, with the they, Big Ten. I don't think they played anybody sure. all season, but you know they rose to the challenge. Yeah. I think I'm most impressed, even going back to that Alabama game. Granted, I did not watch. You know, we've we've talked about it. I I do not watch as much college football as I as I used to, and I think we're both in that same boat. But we were texting during the semifinal against Alabama, and it was just striking the eye test. Like Michigan looked yeah. the more athletic, uh, physical team along the lines, and that's just not the dynamic between the big 10 and the sec that that i'm used to but credit to harbaugh you know in the title game some of those run schemes spring in yeah. the first half big runs and and just their their willingness to to be physical to pound the football it's impressive and and honestly it's it's a style of football that is a little bit throwback and i feel like is zigging against the grain with with everybody wanting to go spread out and, and toss it around. And so I like it. I, I, you know, the, the whole Michigan obnoxiousness and, and all of that. Sure. That exists, but I, I kind of enjoy it are, this year. Cause everybody, you know, poked them in the eye all year. And it's like, you know what? Fuck Ohio state. Fuck the rest yeah. of the big 10. Like they, they squared up, hit everybody in the mouth and beat, beat and beat them and then beat the sec and then, and then beat the pac 12. Like, they won it fair and square. I still, you know, still can't believe Georgia lost to Alabama. Like that was not a great Alabama That's team. They just loss. didn't have like any predators anywhere. No. Especially in like the normal, you know, wide receiver positions and kind of that inside backer, like that that dog. Um, we'll see what happens there. But I think, yeah, Michigan, you know, it's kind of reminiscent of some of Harbaugh's, you know, like we've been big Harbaugh guys since he was at University of San Diego, right? And you know, lining yeah. up in some of those jumbo packages at Stanford and all that stuff. I the, the three, you know, four tight end sets at Stanford. Yeah, he beefed up that you know that defensive line. Like he had like mid two thousands SEC talent on that defensive line, and then so many kind of scheme agnostic, you know, safeties and, and corners that like to come up and hit. It's it's yeah. really cool. So and uh, I, don't I do want to get you on record. I know you think okay. JJ McCarthy's a fluffer. You just want to get well, I was just going to say, I, I don't love JJ McCarthy as a NFL going to lead a great team. So you're not uh, believing like the whole Kirk, like JJ McCarthy shades of Kirk cousins kind of thing. No, I guess never say never. And of course, you know, if anybody listened to the ball knowers pod, I've, I, I can be wrong. I was very wrong about Jordan love. 
I, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't quite see it. He is athletic to me. I feel like his ceiling's more of like, yeah, he could probably be Ryan Tannehill, which is, is fine, but I, I just don't think it's going to be a true difference. Like you don't maker. want Ryan Tannehill to be your quarterback. Uh, it's almost the worst position to be in because yeah. you're, you're kind of stuck in the middle. So yeah. I, I don't know. It'd be really interesting. I think the more interesting one TC is, is the Michael Penix. I mean, watching the semifinal game, it was like, how's this guy not the number one overall pick? But then Michigan exposed him a little bit. They beat him up. You know, by the end of the game, he was he was battered, kind of holding his um, yeah, I you know, was his right side or left side. But but they exposed. I guess they answered some of my questions about like, well, wait, why isn't this guy among the top three quarterbacks? Um, but we'll see. I, I, I don't know. Think, what's, I still think he'd be a great great pick, late first, early second, like kind of once the those, I like like I would pick him over JJ McCarthy all day long. I think um, I would too. He throws such a nice ball. He he seems like a great kid. He's you know super sharp. He, he's accurate. Knows the system. Like I don't know. I was just I was so I I watched probably five or six Washington games this year, and I remember even last year watching them. I just like Kalen DeBoer, man. He's just like I like his scheme. Yeah, did it with a lot of the same talent that was on that roster that went you know what three and eight or something like that like the guy's a flat-out ball coach he's, he's won everywhere he's been he's he's ascended patiently you know i love that they have all these single digit backs and linebackers yeah, you know i love that shit uh but yeah just a really really well coached club but yeah i don't know we'll see i think i'm fascinated to see kind of what uh, you know and you know what i want to say this too i tweeted i still don't think michigan should have been in the playoff I don't think the Big Ten should have gotten a team in the playoff. I still think it should have been like That's a great block to be on. They're the best team in the country. Georgia but they probably Alabama, shouldn't have made the, the playoff. Texas, Washington should have been the playoff. You know, but you know, I'll, I'll stand by that. So, but I'm I'm happy Michigan won. Do you think Harbaugh is going to go to the NFL? I guess I, personally, I guess I'm unsure. But listening to folks that I like to listen to, like Bomani Jones, is convinced that Harbaugh is gone and. I hope Harbaugh goes to the NFL. I'm sorry, Michigan people. I just think he 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 will make the NFL that much more interesting. And I do think there's something to you know he's been at Michigan nine years now, which is hard to believe, and he is at the mountaintop. And if if it, it seems like now is the time where it's like, okay, are you just gonna like try to do this? over and over again for the next 10 years before you retire from football or do you want another challenge and he strikes me as a guy that's got unfinished business at the nfl level and his brother's there and he's just like this alpha competitor and i feel like there's not a whole lot for him to accomplish at michigan anymore where do you think so, he goes i i mean i know the chargers is what everybody says just because they have the best quarterback situation but i i don't i i just think the ownership there is not great I think that's a real problem. So I have him going to maybe one of those NFC. I could see him, honestly, in Atlanta, uh, Carolina. I, I don't know. I think he, he would be fascinating in Oakland. I guess if there was a place I yeah. wish he would go, or uh, not Vegas. Oakland, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I think Las Vegas would be fascinating. Yeah, the more I think about it, like it sounds like Belichick to Atlanta could be a very real thing. I saw the Patriots just hired Gerard uh, Mayo today. You know, Harbaugh to Los Angeles makes a ton of sense, but I'm with you. I think I think Atlanta, like you know, I think you get that thing humming pretty quickly. It's it's his kind of personnel. You got a yeah, good offensive exactly. line. They got 
dynamic backs. They got, you know, great, great receivers and he can, you know, he can kind of coach up both those lines, get those things really humming. And then, you know, I think it alleviates a little bit of the quarterback, you know, question of, you know, you can kind of, he can find somebody, be a little bit patient, but, you know, find somebody, there's plenty of, plenty of options out there right now. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm fascinated to see who I think Charlotte's like, or, you know, Carolina's just got going to have to pay whomever totally above market value to get anybody to go there. Right. Um, between Nebish Bryce and, and uh, Tepper Which, and all that stuff. Tepper does have like all the money. So he might just say, yeah. screw it. And which that's like know. the one inefficiency to like, you know, yeah. seemingly in the NFL of like, there's no salary cap on coaches. Like if you're richer than everybody, just buy the best coach. So. But Harbaugh wins everywhere. So it's like yeah. I, any of those fan bases, I would be clamoring for him. Because- what if Harbaugh, what if, what if Harbaugh goes to Atlanta and then he brings in Mr. Unlimited? I think he would make it work. I, I would love to see him with that with that collection of running backs, and and what he could do. You know, can you imagine Bijan being a feature back in a Harbaugh, you know, kind of run yeah. first offense? That'd be fascinating. I agree. I agree. Um, you want to do some mea culpas? Yeah. You know, you TC. To, you know, anything else we got going on? Are your Kings doing all right? First yeah, the, the Kings are doing okay. They they yeah. a couple bad losses, but they're they're holding steady. I, I feel good about them. Keegan Murray's he feels like he's starting to make a a, a real leap here. Um, okay, Boxy Sabonis, we're 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 good. I think things are good in Sacramento. TC, we would be remiss. Our guy Tommy Smothers, we probably should have mentioned this yeah. off the top. Tommy Smothers, you know what? We didn't thank Mr. Jeezy either. <laughs> we didn't thank Mr. Jeezy. So belatedly, we thank Mr. Jeezy. I, I think honestly, today's chop session is dedicated to the memory of Tommy Smothers. You know, famous comedian, eighty-six years old. But I think you and I both know him best for the guy that Elkington was absolutely going after in the uh, in the one clip on the Jim Rome show about yeah, doing his yo-yo, his around the world. You know, take it away, take it all away. Complicated character, Mister Smothers. So rest rest in peace. Yeah, Randy, you know, we'll have a bunch of monitoring stuff in the back half of this this episode as well. And then, uh, you know, we'll just get it out of the way. We've got a perfect club coming next week. We've got an owner's pod the week thereafter. The Booth Boys will be at, back after that. And then we'll be kind of back on our regular cadence there yeah. after that. But let's do some mea culpas. I feel like we've had quite a few kind of stacking up, you know, along the way here. Randy, I'll, I'll get it started. Well, um, we, should we say yeah. we have a sponsor for we the should, mea culpas? Yes. Yes, we should. We, you know, the the chapter always being on the the bleeding edge of society, talking about the biggest issues. It's no wonder, you know, companies clamoring, clamoring to sponsor the mea culpa section. And you know what? Thanks to Serve Pro, we we now officially have our Serve Pro mea culpas. So TC, why don't you kick it off? What is one mea culpa that you have? Yeah, we just got to clean this up. We got to clean up my my pronunciation of. Uh... Of uh, I think Salinas, right? Salinas. God, now you got me double clutching. I can never remember when you know when <laughs> when we're recording when the lights are on. Cal- the Californians Salinas? have been all over me. I can't remember. You know, this was this was last month or a couple months ago. Uh, you know, I apologize on behalf if I've if I've once again butchered it. Uh, I'd also like to take this opportunity to. Uh, apologize for not noticing the massive plot hole in Home Alone. 
that the McAllisters are taking a 10 a.m. flight from O'Hare to Paris. Like in no universe would, would any airline ever schedule a 10 a.m. flight from you know the central time zone to Paris because uh, it would get you in it you know what time local like like, like overnight like 3 a.m yeah yeah so you know just it wouldn't happen even american so uh i just wanted to you know hand up there we had a had a had a couple of listeners point that out so mm-hmm. uh and then pac-man issued a mea culpa to the judge on 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 x formerly known as twitter uh he said your your honor thank you for allowing me to speak on my own behalf today which he tweeted this out. Uh, I take my role as a retired athlete and citizen of our community seriously. I absolutely believe yeah. in giving back and treating others well. I love living in this city. That's why I'm disappointed that I stand before you today. On the day in question, I was flying for work. I have a lot of people that I am responsible for, and getting an opportunity to work is something I am thankful for. I was headed to film a show that would, that would be aired on ESPN. I'd purchased two seats because I knew I would need extra room for my pre-show preparation. Like true, true professional. My yeah. computer, my notes, etc. Unfortunately, neither of the chargers for the seats I had purchased were working. I will say that, that, that this was on, on United as well, out of CVG. Uh, I contacted the flight attendant about moving and received no assistance. Shortly thereafter, to my surprise, I was advised the plane was returning to the ramp and that I would be required to exit the plane. I was stunned. I was admittedly confused and certainly <laughs> frustrated when I left the plane and, and encountered the airport police. I'm not proud of my conversations with the police that day. I'm truly aware that police have a very difficult job and deserve to be treated with respect and appreciation. I let my frustrations from the plane bubble over into my conversation with the officers. I regret the fact that my comments were rude, offensive, and not warranted. The police were professional with me and deserved my respect in return. I genuinely apologize. Thank you, your honor. Smell me. <laughs> he closed it with smell me. Pac-Man, Pac-Man is a, a, a jewel of uh, of the tri-state, you know, greater Cincinnati area. Good for him. You know that no, he 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 makes some good points. He 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 is responsible for a lot of people. You know, we've mentioned he's he's taken in Chris Henry Jr. and yeah. has actually been supporting him. He's got his own kids. He's got several different businesses he's he he's a busy man so that was a i thought that was a very nice mea culpa from pack yeah and then he, he he posted something on instagram he was down in orlando this week posted a picture of him smiling with his arm around two two police officers the guy obviously backs the blue yeah you know? yeah uh so you know hopefully the the judge issues you know some sort of uh you know dismisses the case or gives him some sort of pre-trial diversion and it's like it never even happened, right? Which, you know, I think with ServPro, number one brand in cleanup and restoration, they are known for making any mess like it never even happened. Got 2,000 locations nationwide. They're faster to any size disaster. Visit ServPro.com or call 1-800-SERVPRO today. You know, and again, they, they, they don't do legal stuff, but we're just saying, you know, hopefully that, you know, Pac-Man can get something, so, somebody on his side, like Serve Pros on our side, right, Randy? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so thank you to Serve Pro. The, the mea culpas are going to be, um, unfortunately, we always have them every episode, but now we have a, a wonderful sponsor attached to them. And yeah, like you said, we're going to try to make them like they never even happen, which we kind of always do. Um, 
TC, I, we have a ton that we're monitoring. We, we we have a few little airport items at the end, but I think you and I are both burning on a couple things. So why don't we start there? Yeah, we, you want to lead us off? Yeah, you know, I told you I, I got a couple pet peeves that I just want to get out there. They're both sports related. You know, I don't I don't think either are truly that important you know we're not talking life and death stakes here but tc i'm sick and tired of these nba guys refusing refusing to heave up buzzer beaters at the end of the quarter um, is this a thing it's an epidemic tc so what oh, what I... happens is usually anywhere from like 1.2 seconds it's egregious, right? Like there'll be a, over a second left on the clock and a guard will receive an inbounds pass length of the floor, end of the quarter, and they'll dribble and, and they know exactly what they're doing. They're, 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 they're dribbling until they hear the buzzer and then they release the shot because is this because what, they don't want to mess up their shooting stats. That's exactly what it is. None of them oh want God. the missed three pointer on the stat sheet. So what they do is they they just dribble long enough until the horn goes off and then they launch the heave and it just pisses me off. It's it's a free opportunity at three points. You might make, you know, what, one out of a thousand, one out of a hundred, whatever the percentages would be. But these guys, they they care too much about their three point field goal percentage. Uh what a disgrace. And, and they're not launching these buzzer beaters. I hate anybody it. Like, that's a true like like worst perpetrator here? All of them. Everybody. Everybody. Now, all right, all right. I should say anybody that's men. not. It's all the worst. guards. It's all the yeah. guards. You, you'll see the big men when when they happen to get an inbounds uh, in this situation. They're they're chucking for sure. Uh, so I'm I'm not going after the big men, but the guards know exactly the game. That's they're playing. a disgrace. Like, and I hate yeah, it. That's I, that's against the spirit of the game. I think I think the NBA. Maybe we just make a new stack category called full court heaves, right? And we can carve those out of their three maybe point they should percentage. Add another point. Maybe there should be four pointers. Maybe it should be a four pointer. If you're, you know, across half court, I don't know what the answer is TC, but I'm sick and tired of watching these guards be a little too cute at the end of quarters for my liking. My other one quickly watching a little bit of hockey. It's, it's not, uh, are your hockey is, are they are they getting better or are they uh, they're yeah they're kind of on the cusp of the playoffs they I think they I, I think they can sneak into the playoffs this year but what they're doing now TC with these broadcasts uh even on the road so Detroit's playing at I don't know we'll say at New York you know Madison Square Garden the broadcast uh superimposes their own advertisements around the boards. So you're not actually seeing the advertisements in Madison Square Garden. You're seeing like Detroit-based businesses around the boards for a game that's taking place in New York. It's just very jarring. You'll see, I, I've seen TNT put uh, a little rectangular advertisement on the floor, on the basketball floor, kind of in the corner. I've seen that before. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, golf does that. That superimposed. Like superimpose something in the fairway, you know. Baseball superimposes it behind the batter. There's usually that little rectangular thing. But you um, don't have a problem with that. Wall. You just have a problem with the hockey ones. No, I have a problem with that because when you get a left-handed pitcher, the ball, it, it just always looks pixelated going through that superimposed area. The yeah. hockey is very disorienting because it's like it's an away game. I shouldn't be seeing Detroit-based 
business advertisements. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, if these rights are too expensive or if, if we can't, if we can't make the money we need to make just purely broadcasting traditionally these games, like maybe we're bidding too much for sports rights. Like I, I, I'm just concerned with where that line is TC. And I just feel like these broadcasters, they're, they're by and large, they're bad hombres and they're just going to keep pushing it. Amen, brother. Amen. It feels good to get that off my chest. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, you know, I'm really, really glad to have this forum. I tweeted about one of these things and one of them I've never, never spoken about. So, so I'll lead it with the one I haven't spoken about. I am fucking tired of people not breaking down their boxes. Ooh. Like you drive down the street, you see people putting putting stuff out for recycling, cardboard boxes being used more than ever with all the Amazon deliveries and all the online shopping. If yep. you can't break down your box, like you have zero self-respect. I mean, it, it's it's absurd. Like, it, and it's it's taking up more room in the recycling truck. I'm sure it's more more work for the you know the trash guys, the recycling guys. It's it's always an epidemic after Christmas. You yeah. know, people getting all sorts of gifts, you know, but I, I just, I needed to get that off my chest. It's well, And you know, bad. I, you know, what's a great remedy to help you break down boxes very quickly is to soak them, to get them all soaking wet. And then the cardboard just bends and it's super pliable. So if anybody is struggling to break down your boxes, you know, get your garden hose out and spray them down. Um, the other, you know, the other thing I, I tweeted about this, I think on the way out to, God, I can't remember if this was on the way to New York last week or, or on the way out to uh, San Diego. I think, I think it was the New York trip because you were yeah. talking about how quickly you got from your house to the airport, but you got slowed down by... Yeah. You know, so I got from my desk to the to the seat on the plane in 52 minutes, which it's was incredible. a personal record. It's incredible. Uh, I, was, I was on a podcast and then you know got to the airport. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, obviously, no check check bags or anything i didn't even have to stop i got straight from like straight through security to like group one or whatever like didn't even have to stop at the gate just walked right yeah. on now the biggest issue there i probably could have made it in 49 minutes if not for these freaking analogic which what a bad name anal logic it looks like on there the tsa <laughs> you know security x-ray machines that they're putting into every airport they are a disgrace. They take so long. And it's, you know, I'm not sure if they've got the, the settings and the filters just ramped up right now because of the holidays and all the, you know, all the Middle East stuff going on, or if this is the new norm. But it is, it's slowing us down like crazy as a society. Mayor Pete doubling down on these things, spending billions of dollars to put more of them in um i just we can't have it randy i thought ai was supposed to speed this stuff up not not slow it down yeah i don't know what the answer is tc you know I, the ones I, i'm talking about yeah i do i do and then some of them have the you know the automatic bin thing where it, it puts the bin back for you and then some of them don't right and then you know there's no consistency either there should be a national standard either it comes with the bin thing or it doesn't and the people that you know, when it doesn't do the bin and you don't put your bin back, like we've talked about that before, you're subhuman That's, and like you should have yeah. your citizenship revoked. Um, but yeah, 
that's I don't know. That's just been it's been wearing on me. Mayor Pete's out. Been, he's been out there trumpeting. Mayor Pete's some, peacocking. Uh, yeah, some, some uh, you know cancellation statistics saying that it was you know they've they're they've 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 arrested the uh, the you know rise in cancellations that's been going on over the last decade. I would you know I would point to uh, you know all the runway incursions, all the all the air traffic control issues. Um, you know, I'm sure on time metrics aren't in a great spot, uh, which I also want to say there people flexing on me that Delta had better than, than, uh, United, United American and Delta, I think were the three that were above 80%. I would say United's probably being dragged down a little bit by Newark and San Francisco. I think they've had some, some ATC issues last year so. Anyway, we'll get to the airports stuff in a bit, but it feels good to get that stuff off my chest, big. Of course, this is a safe space, and I'm glad I'm glad you feel comfortable sharing that. Thank you, yeah. TC. Yeah. And like they 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 had one they had one old school detector at at Jacks, uh, and then you know that I would seek out in the pre check line. They've since gotten rid of that in the last month or so. So it's you know, don't even have the option. I, it, it's insane. You know, you and I are pre-check guys, TC, so this doesn't apply to us, but it, it truly is insane to me that people are still having to take off shoes at the airport, right? Because one guy tried to... Shout out to Richard Reed. One guy tried to light Dick his... Reed. Yeah. Homemade <laughs> shoe bomb. Like, you go to other countries, and it's like people don't take off their shoes. It's just not a... Like there was an know. underwear bomber. Like, why don't we have to take off our underwear? Exactly. You know? I, I think I think it's probably we're we're getting to a point where we need to have a national conversation. Like, we need to reset how we think. Maybe about the terrorists air didn't. travel. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, all right, we got a ton, a ton of stuff we're monitoring. Uh, some of these we'll, we'll we'll simply mention and move on. But I think we got to start with the Mahomes family. We got. Some disturbing updates going on. Uh, why don't you tell us what's yeah. the latest with Jackson? Yeah, Jackson, uh, the accuser uh, in the you know, I don't know if it was sexual assault or groping or something was he um, the bar owner? Felonious sexual assault. Yeah, uh, she she's refusing to testify. Uh, she she now says it was consensual. Uh, so I'm sure there was some sort of payment made there. Um, so hate seeing that. You know, like I feel like Jackson, regardless of this, like he should be placed on the the sexual predator list, or the pedo list, or whatever. And then, um, yeah. you know, who knows what they'll do this weekend coming up to make it about them. But uh, there was a server in Hollywood that slammed unpleasant, un, quote unpleasant Brittany Mahomes claims that she didn't tip any staff. During her Hollywood hotel stay, this was at the the, the one hotel West wow. Hollywood, which, where I've actually stayed before, um, and didn't you know didn't tip in the in the uh, in, in the restaurant, didn't tip at the coffee shop, didn't tip anywhere. So, uh, and which is just generally unpleasant. She was there with her whole posse. Um, hate it, hate it, and just you know, Randy, I hate it for you because it's it's sullying the good name of 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 T, T Swizzle, right? It, that <clears throat> she's a big girl. She she is eyes wide open at this point. You know, if if she still chooses to associate with the Mahomes clan, it's on her. TC at this point. It. I feel like I feel like there are no more excuses. I do want to point out. You know, the AP story. <clears throat> 
from January 3rd talking about these, these charges against Jackson Mahomes being dropped. Uh, the lead of that story is, quote, the way they describe Jackson Mahomes as, quote, the younger brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Sure, you know, everybody, we, we all understand that. But they also uh, identify his profession his age, 23, and his profession, social media influencer. And it's just like, oh, my God. This guy, we, we really missed out on a great opportunity as society not to get this guy behind bars. Totally. 100%. Like, like he should be behind bars. Let's get Chief Saholic out. Jackson yeah. Mahomes. Let's do a prisoner swap. Exactly. I think, yeah. I'm not Amen. sure anybody would be against that. Even Kansas Amen. City people. I know. I know. They're, they're, they're even reaching out to me at this point. Like, TC, it's not good. It's not good. Mm. So, Randy, what's what's going on with this Hasidic tunnel situation? Up in New York? I have no idea. I have no idea. Neil, you know, this is a great way to get Neil going. I think I, like I think it's his- in with with the the theme of the booth. You know, those guys talking about Cody's right. neighbor that, that's digging the hole. I, I did see that some dude some dude dug a hole. I can't find it in our notes here. Uh, some dude, I don't know where he was, just. Oh, the guy in Brazil that he, fell like, into his hole. hole in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just guy who had dug a hole on his property, 115 feet down, and fell in and died. Um, yeah, the Hasidic. I, I, I truly don't know a ton. Did they find a ton? I mean, Neil. I, I think the speculation in New York is like, dude, the Hasidic Jews are. They, they probably have stockpiles of supplies and god knows what uh should should society kind of yeah should hit should shit hit the fan but uh I, i'm not sure exactly if there's been movement or, or what we are monitoring in this situation yeah i think just at this point i think there's a couple unstable buildings potentially that they you know they tunneled under uh it sounds like some of this started during covid when they were trying to skirt some of the restrictions mm-hmm. up there uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Well, this is this is something for the booth. We'll Randy, we've got the booth yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got this tower in uh, in Bologna, which I'm sure I mispronounced that, but uh, potentially falling. And I, I got to think. I, I thought the leaning tower was in Pisa, not not in Bologna. The famous Bologna. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the famous one is in Pisa. I've seen it. You know, Pisa is a nice nice little beach town in Italy. I, yeah, this new one. I I don't know. You've seen it, it in it, person? I, the 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 Pisa Tower. Yeah, not okay. this not this Bologna one. But yeah, it, if this thing falls, I think the chapter will be the first one to let everybody know. Yeah, uh, we've got a state of emergency in in uh, Ecuador. Uh, we've got armed go- armed gunmen stormed a live TV set. I think some some gang dude got out of jail. They've they've. You know, declared a, a state of of uh, of emergency. It was a live TV broadcast. All sorts of criminal groups accused of spreading extreme violence. There, um, you know what the name of the station that they took over was, Randy? <laughs> I have no idea. TC Television. TC Television. There we yeah. go. Yeah, it's so, be part of your global empire po- portfolio. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, the military is doing their thing. It's uh, got all sorts of spiraling violence down there. So Mm. uh, we are monitoring that. Uh, Meanwhile, down in that neck of the woods, Brazil continues to try to annex Guiana's Essequibo region. 
Uh, we've got Venezuela sure. on high alert because of that. It's popping off down there. Um, and then I don't, you know, I don't even think we need to tell people that we're monitoring this. We obviously have uh, Los Houthis uh, are just they continue to buck their head. I think last night, big big number of airstrikes from uh, you know we've got a coalition of the willing working over there. Uh, the Brits, U.S., a few other countries. You know the Houthis are sending sending remote control boats, you know drone boats. They they got bombs strapped to drones. They've got all sorts of missiles. Uh, they're really, you know, kind of fucking around. And I think they're going to find out here pretty soon. So so the Houthis, as I understand it, the Houthis are they're backed by Iranian, Iran, right? Yeah, Iranian backed rebels in are they are they home in yemen in yemen yeah okay so you know so now i feel like now too we've got the you know a lot of things going on here right you got all these ships diverting around the horn of africa now you know doing i think it's adding a million dollars for i don't know if it's a one-way or round trip Delaying stuff like crazy. Obviously, we got all the stuff going on in the Panama Canal with the drought. Uh, my uncle Tom and uh, Tammy they they actually went on a they're on a around the world cruise right now. They went through the Panama Canal last week. Uh, wow. he, he said it was he said it was like one of his life's highlights. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so jealous. So That's awesome. He sent me all sorts of pictures and videos while they were going through. It was great. Um, but but back to the the Houthis and all the Red Sea kind of conflict here. You know, I think the Somalian pirates have to be licking their chops, right? Because it's sending a bunch of stuff down around, down to their neck of the woods. Yeah, it's almost like there. they're, yeah, they've they've kind of directed the flow. Yeah, these Houthis getting in the game. The the missile strikes, the airstrikes were all across kind of Western Yemen, uh, airports and military bases and. Certainly something TC, I think we will be keeping a very close eye on. Yeah. It's you know, it's it and it's uh has the potential to spiral, which which obviously we do not want. So you know, hopefully this stays it, somewhat contained. Is yeah. your guy Lloyd Austin? Is he is he kind of in charge uh, of all this? He is. He's like what the joint chiefs or the or the uh you know secretary, secretary of, defense. of defense. Yeah. And he was in he was MIA, he was in the hospital and nobody knew. He didn't. He didn't alert anybody, nor did any of his aides for like two or three days. Not even the White House. We we gotta talk to Cody about that. We can't have that chain of command and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. We we just gotta communicate better, you know. Of course, people are gonna need surgeries and they're gonna require, you know, healthcare. But we just gotta we gotta communicate better. TC, let me jump in here. We have one more sponsor to thank today, and that is our good friends at Roback. Roback Active Wear. We are kicking off another year with Roback, and we couldn't be more excited. Fresh off new restocks for polos, hoodies, and Q-zips. Trust us when we say there isn't better gear for golf or everyday life this year. The fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. First, let's talk about their restock. They just restocked their hoodies, and excited is an understatement. You all know how much we love the Roback hoodies. They're soft. They're stretchy. They're just so comfortable. Whether you're wearing them on the course or just out and around, they're sure to make you feel good. 
And then the performance Q-zips too. They're the only Q-zips we wear, the definition of versatile. These Q-zips are made to keep you warm for an early round while you look sharp and remain comfortable. And then finally, the Roback Performance Polos are the best polos we own. They have the best crisp collars that don't lose their shape. The designs are incredible, and the fit is far better than the old boxy polos. Trust us when we say they are worth checking out. And if you haven't already, it's now time to load up on some Roback both for yourself and for others, you can go over to Roback.com and use code TRAP, T-R-A-P, for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. Roback is spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K, Roback.com, and 20% off all bottoms, Q-zips, hoodies, and more with code TRAP. Get ready for golf season with Roback. Uh, Randy, you watched 60 Minutes here lately. What can you tell me? Oh, this was from a few weeks ago. Uh, the 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 super compute the the quantum computing segment was fascinating. TC, God, I'm trying to remember what it was between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I want to say, but they were talking about quantum computing being it's it's coming. You know, it's not here yet. They they have a couple quantum computers kind of up and. They've, they've built them, and they're still trying to work out a lot of kinks. But the, the gist of the story is once quantum computing comes online, it essentially is going to blow supercomputing out of the water. Like, we're talking about a whole new game, TC. And I thought the most fascinating part of it was they were talking about, you know, like all the encryption stuff that's currently used now and how quantum computing with, with the sheer size and scale uh, will be able to break the current day encryption methods so easily, and so are they're going to talking about to, like consumer encryption. Are we talking about like the highest of high, like government anything, encryption? like everything and anything encryption. Uh, just the way encryption works now uh, is is fine for the computing that we have, but once quantum computing comes on the scene, all that stuff's going to be breakable, and so they're talking about having to essentially write new rules around encryption and like what are we going to do about it you know if if, if a military like has no privacy for any quantum computing anything, right? yeah they can they can break any code they can essentially and, and not only that but you know like the amount of times it it iterates stuff it, it just was a fascinating like society's on the verge of this huge breakthrough and I think fucked. part of the point was like, yeah, we're we're just not prepared for the power that this could could wield. Like, it could do amazing things, but what are the chances? Well, and like, if we have rules, happen? like, who's going to follow the rules, right? Right, right. So, it, it, search back. I'm sure it's on YouTube or you know the 60 Minutes website. But uh, IBM is one of the big people leading the charge. Uh, but yeah, quantum computing, TC. We got to keep an eye on it. Okay, we'll monitor that. Uh, I heard that uh, Neil said that his his beloved alma mater caught some strays towards the end of that episode too. I think it was a different segment, was okay. it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. You know, Columbia is always getting in trouble. It's hard to exactly. keep track of. It's really of what they're concerning. up to. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've mostly you know emerged unscathed from from a lot of this. Uh, this Harvard, Penn, MIT stuff going on. Um, you know, I thought the Harvard president resigning was 
probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, I don't TC. I've been a little off Twitter now for like two months. I have no idea that story. I mean, I, I kind of have seen headlines here and there, but I, I could tell you nothing about that story. Except yeah, now, like, I mean, Bill Ackman's involved and his wife. <laughs> oh, he's been I, involved. Yeah. It just seems like a very stupid thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, the, like, the simple, like, inability to, like, denounce terrorism is is, is tough, I think. So, uh, God, what else we got going on? You see Serena Williams is using breast milk to heal sunburns? <laughs> I did not. Is it effective? I don't know. I don't know. She says it is. So... We'll see. Uh, I was talking to my mom about YSL. She she was uh, she was saying you know they were they were playing some of the music in court, and everybody's like, man, they like this this stuff's like straight fire. It's, these beats are are in fuego. TC, I I just looked up this quantum computing thing. Sorry, this we we just the the stakes. We're talking about what's at stake here. TC is quantum supremacy. And we got all the big dogs in this race. It's companies, countries. You got IBM, Google, Microsoft, Honeywell Security. Mm. You got China. They're all racing to to own quantum computing. Because the upside is... Russia's involved. Of course. He said the advances in quantum computing are bringing us closer to a world where new types of computers may solve problems in minutes that would take today's supercomputers millions of years. It's incredible. It's fascinating. We're fucked. We are fucked, Randy. Totally. Uh, totally. Have you had a Panera ca caffeinated lemonade? No, no. Are these the things that are like killing people? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they were. There's a lawsuit here in Florida. Some guy drank a few of them, I think, and then died. And, uh, you know, they. I think part of the issue was they were just putting these up next to just the regular drinks. And so there was nothing to really differentiate them except for a small little sign that, Hey, the, you know, these things are laced with all sorts of caffeine. Yeah. Well, that's not you know, good. Yeah. Is what it is. Kind of rubber the green situation. I feel like, uh, this, this happened a while ago. There was a city council candidate in, I, I'm, we're going to mispronounce it. It's either Rainier or Rainer, Washington, uh, after he didn't vote for himself, he lost by a single vote. That's just, I got such a kick out of that one. Yeah. Um, do you see the, the, uh, Richard Mendenhall getting dragged on Twitter? I now be a hundred percent honest. What was your very first reaction to his idea between an <laughs> all black versus all white pro bowl? So, well, like, all right, so you want to get me to tune into a Pro Bowl? Like that's an idea. <laughs> I, I no interest in watching a Pro Bowl otherwise. Oh, Freddie! Freddie wanted me to take him to the Pro Bowl because it's in Orlando. It was like Freddie, we don't like that's like we going back to like the Christmas house. lights thing. Like yeah. that's not what we're about, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, he said, and like we don't go to Orlando either. It's just not that's not what we're about either. So. You know, two things that we're not about. Uh, Sharp Mendenhall, uh, this is the, the you know, former Pittsburgh Steelers running back, said, I'm sick of average white guys talking about or commenting on football, which this this feels I feel very I feel very or. seen. I know. I, I feel very seen and heard. Y'all not even good at football. Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all black versus an all white bowl so these cats can stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than I'm better than your goat. 
Who's our goat? You know, and then people are asking which team gets Mahomes. You know, I feel like our goat is is you know Christian like, McCaffrey, you know, right? Christian, yeah, probably Christian McCaffrey. You know, and like Richard, nothing like no offense, no offense, <laughs> well, Richard, but you are not better than Christian McCaffrey. Well, a lot of the you know a lot of the tweets were like like oh like it was it was basically referencing him like fumbling stuff away what he like he fumbled a super bowl away right yeah he was he was very mediocre with the steelers wasn't he mainly with the steelers i don't know if he even played for any other franchise and where was he a penn state back for the cardinals no he's an illinois back illinois that's right i always get him and rashawn salam and uh curtis enos those three are always kind of like the same person to me men and all was like well after those guys i know i know Curtis though. You probably haven't thought about that name in a while. I haven't. I haven't. There's an anthrax outbreak in Africa. Just, just wanted that. you to be aware of that. There's kind of a lot of mystery about it. Not really sure kind of how or where it's coming from. Uh, Lars Ulrich's dad died at 95. That's great life, though. You know, if we were yeah. all so lucky to, to hit 95, he, of course, was the star of... Um, What's the name of the Metallica documentary? Some kind of some kind of monster, I think. Some kind of monster. Yeah, he plays. He's 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 maybe got the appearance of uh, of the whole film in that one. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, him him and Tommy Smothers, right? Exactly. Um, we got inflation going buck wild in Argentina under our dog cloning guy. Mm, uh, hate that. But again, that could be part of his playbook too, right? He's you know, try to get it out of control, and then he basically pegs their currency to the dollar or something like that. So, uh, which speaking of which, by the way, did you see? Uh, you know, shout out to Solly Bitcoin finally got approved for ETF, right? Oh, was that was that the big news the other day? Yeah, well, it was fake news, lap. and then you know, I think the either the SEC's Twitter got hacked or something, and they actually announced it a couple of days later. So, uh, are there any Bitcoin use cases? these days like i don't know it's so stupid it's so stupid it continues to be so stupid i mean you know maybe it's a great recovered some value bank hedge yeah but i don't know we'll see i don't yeah uh there was a really you know a couple articles i liked there was one about this renowned opera singer that 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 she can't get her vocals back after pregnancy like she just can't reach the same notes um, I thought that was really interesting. Three climbers solved Mount Janu's north face without fixed ropes or oxygen. Like this was comp- this was in the New York Times. This was compared to like, you know, basically it makes Mount like climbing Mount Everest look like going to the mall on a on a Saturday. Like it, it's like this is this is the real shit. Like this is this is harder than the Meru stuff and all that. So they're calling it the greatest climb ever. Of all time, Randy, of all the climbs in Was history. Guy, who 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 were the climbers? Anybody um, that we would know? Sorry, I'm looking it so. up right now. Yeah. Okay. It's it's uh it's, it was three Our American guy, guys. Honold. No, no, it was um let's see here. Alan Rousseau, uh Matt Cornell, and Jackson Marvel Marvel or Marvel. So huh. well, yeah. good on them. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to you know shout them out. Little little trap drop tip of the cap there. I'll uh, say this: living out here in Colorado, n- never for a nanosecond have I have a have I had a uh, inclination like I want to go climbing. It, it just is something that does not appeal to me. 
You don't want to go do like a 14er or anything? I guess I mean more of like the ropes like, and the like. The, oh, like these, very like the actual like climbing. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm not in a hurry to like hike the 14ers either. Like I would, but I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I feel I, like you should not, do one, right? Yeah. I'm just not a climbing has just never held. Uh, I, I just don't get it. But yeah, that's all right. That's a me thing. I mean, maybe it's because you're so tall. You know, like you don't have to climb. Don't have a great body. Used to for like it. I don't seeing think. everybody from yeah. above anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I little boy upper upper body strength too. Uh, do you see that? Uh, somebody sent this through. The horn, the Trader Joe's cashiers are, are like super horny, super no, aged. I didn't, I didn't see this. Uh, they, they, I don't know if somebody did a study or a survey or something like that, but they're far hornier than like any other grocery. I, I felt like this was, you know, fits into our grocery store thing. Like they're all, sure, they're all banging sure. each other. So, huh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, okay. it could just be everybody's in a good mood there. They do, you know, everybody kind of all hands on deck all the time. Yeah. So, um, us is claiming all sorts of territory off of the, uh, you know, off of Arctic Alaska, kind of, you know, saying, Hey, this is our continental shelf kind of thing. Just, just want people to be aware of it. We're monitoring that. We'll see how these Russia are all precursors. Responds. Yeah. To the water wars, to the yeah. eventual water wars, water wars. And, and then the, the eventual also Arctic or Antarctic wars. Yeah. For, you know, new shipping uh, lanes, new shipping lanes, mineral rights, rare earth metals, all sorts of stuff, you know? So, uh there was a rogue wave after christmas in ventura california that was nuts yeah i just wanted to shout that out rogue I, like rogue waves are crazy that's wild <laughs> they are they are so, uh uh in other news texas a m uh, appears to be selling covert control of nuclear secrets to qatar this uh, is bad this is possibly bad. to pay for jimbo's buyout Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. This was from uh, what's what's the group here? The ISGAP, which is Actually, the Institute the for the Study of Global Anti-Semitism and Policy, had a tweet that um, they they want to warn researchers and U.S. national security officials of a secret deal giving Qatar covert control over nuclear and weapons development research at Texas A&M. Uh, this comes on the back of Qatar giving the university an undisclosed billion-dollar funding in return for full Qatari ownership of over 500 research projects. I feel like I, this academia is, is just, you know, both I just sides don't of the aisle, get it. conservative and liberal. <laughs> like, academia is is, is maybe, maybe going down the wrong path path or paths so, somebody somebody one of the top replies uh this guy said can somebody can someone dumb this down into a single sentence and that's kind of how i feel about this story like what is going on <laughs> and why uh, texan and people very very sick people so uh speaking of sick people do you see the guy in the bass pro shops it was he was swimming he was in alabama he was swimming and he got naked and he jumped in the, like the the tank. Uh, no, not really. You didn't watch that? No. Oh my god, Randy, it's so good. 
It's Didn't like somebody go fishing McElwain. in there? <laughs> is he the guy? Know. Is he the same person that pulled like a big fish out of the? I don't know if he pulled a the fish aquarium. Out of it, he he basically <laughs> then he like he climbs out of the thing out of the tank, and then he falls to the floor. And I don't know if he's drunk or what. Falls to the floor, and then he gets tased and tackled by these these two officers. Uh, and you know, but like takes a really really hard fall. It was. It was fantastic. It was one of the better videos. It was like the the guy that got stuck in the urn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did see that. that yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that one was awesome too. But so stupid. Uh, yeah, Bunky and I got a big big kick out of the Bass Pro Shops guy. Uh, what else we got? We got Sarge uh, sent over a, a great thread on Texas politics. They're probably going to talk about this on the booth, but just all the all the lunatics that are running Texas both sides nuts. of the aisle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy, I want to give a shout out to our Red Hawks. You know, they lost the avocados from Mexico curable, but we're super proud of them. We are. We are. What a season. Nobody, nobody was believed more in the Red Hawks football team than we did TC. We 100% support coach Martin and the coaching staff. Tough, tough conditties here for the last game. It was an absolute monsoon in Orlando uh, for the Cure Bowl. They came up a little short, 13 to it was, 9. It's, I think it's the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Uh, the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. I think there were, you know, there were probably what, seven, eight, nine, ten fumbles in the game. Just horrendous App conditions. State's a good team. App State know. is a good team. Um, but the Red Hawks, you know, the Red Hawks, look for them next year. The Red Hawks, I think, are going to be in. Hopefully, in the discussion for the top group of five team to to maybe grab a spot in the inaugural twelve team college football playoff. We'll see. TC, you and I will be riding shotgun along the way with with our Los Red Hawks. If that, I'm gonna try to get to a happen. game next year. Uh, I did see we had a we had a transfer. We had a guy transfer out. Right, one of our big D linemen. couple. Yeah, a couple couple transfers out that hurt. At DN went to Oklahoma, uh, one thousand yard running back went to North Carolina, oh. and then leading receiver went to South Carolina. But you know what? We have full faith in Chuck Martin to replace those guys. Looks like so next we'll year we're 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 at Northwestern, Cincinnati at home. Fuck Wolfie, at Notre Dame. Yep, and then UMass at home. So you know, can't say we didn't play anybody. We're we're, we're right. scheduling. You know, we've got a Big Ten opponent on the schedule. We've got a Big 12 opponent on the schedule. And then, you know, Notre Dame, for all intents and purposes, is an ACC school. Watch out for the Hawks. You heard it here first. Uh, let's see here. We've got, oh, I sent this to you. There's a there's an app for track or for tailing members of Congress is stock trading. Buddy probably one of the, sent this over for yeah, the program. It's probably one of the best app inventions of the 21st century, honestly. I think you need to link up an account, you know, a Schwab account or a TD account, whatever you got, and uh, you know, and tail Nancy. You, I would you love tail to. Nancy and Tuberville. It's like 50-50. Yeah. Just yeah. just see where you end up at the end of the year. I know. I, those people aren't losing money in Congress, that's for damn oh. sure. No, and and you get the, you know, first first dibs on everything. You know, you exactly. get forewarning. So uh, Randy, you sent this over. Mary Lou Retton. What's going on there? <laughs> I have no idea, TC, but uh, I saw it, and it's just a weird story. So I guess Mary Lou Retton, famous American gymnast, uh, I believe now in her 50s, 
late fifties, maybe early sixties. Her daughter about a month or two ago, uh, took to social media to say that her mother was in very poor health. She had this rare pneumonia, uh, and it was touch and go and she was not insured. And they set up a, it wasn't a GoFundMe per se, but it was, it was a fundraising like that. Well, you know, there was an outpouring. I think they raised something like a half a million dollars. And since then, Mary Lou Retton, she's recovered. She's gotten out of the hospital. But I guess some folks have started to like ask, like, hey, how you weren't insured? Like, how is that possible? You know, is this money? Are you insured now? Like, what what happened? What's going on? You know, what are you doing with all this money raised? And apparently they're like not answering questions, which mm. just seems very sketchy. Um I think they were on one of the daytime morning shows talking about it and they, they were kind of dancing around a lot of stuff. So I just wanted to flag it, TC. I, yeah. I certainly hope Mary Lou Retton and her family aren't doing nefarious things. We don't quite know for sure. Uh, we are glad that she's seemingly back in good health, but I think we should just, I don't think we have to devote our full monitoring forces on it, but just something to kind of keep on the back burner. Let's, Absolutely. let's, let's try to, see if we can find a money trail here absolutely randy i saw this i think this was before christmas or maybe after christmas but before new year's there was a little tiff between lebron and, and i may udoka you see that? oh yeah i did i where i think Udoka. it was during the game yeah, yeah he was like you're you're essentially like what are you gonna do about it like get out of here that was, I, I you know i'm, I'm an anti-lebron guy so <laughs> of course of course you know, and solly solly continues to you know, slander Kobe Bryant and say he was overrated and all this stuff. So uh, I just wanted to mention that from LeBron plus his his agent, Maverick Carter, gambling on NBA games with an illegal bookie. Which, you know, hey, if I'm That's like weird. one of the preeminent agents in the game, I probably wouldn't be gambling. That doesn't but, seem like the best decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, Los Lakers, you know, shout out to Poosh. Los Los Lakers are a little bit in uh, in disarray right now. Probably something to keep an eye on. I, th I think LeBron seems like those guys are starting to sour on Darvin Ham, the head coach. LeBron might get another coach fired. We we shall see. Is is uh, is Chauncey Billups going to get fired up in Portland? I think like they'll wait. I, I yeah, I think they'll wait until they actually feel like they have a chance to be good again, and then they'll probably make a coaching change. I, cool. I feel like they're just letting them kind of coach these lost seasons. Uh, this this like I, I saw another one today. This pisses me off. There's a kid at, oh, going to Oklahoma. I saw another kid going to Texas Tech. They're getting seventh years, seventh year senior. I mean that's it's bad, that's insane. I know. I think you said have some pride, right? Like th yeah. this is this is like the 16, 17 year olds doing the long drive, the the yeah drive you're, pitch and you've putt. You've got a mustache. You're in the yeah. you're in the drive, you know, chip and putt, or it like this is like Danny Almonte being uh, promoted, basically. It's sick. Yeah. I, I think seventh year, no matter what, we we just got to start. We, we got to turn pro in life. We we got to start living life. Yeah, and, and you know what? If you're not good enough to turn pro, you, you go pro in something other than sports. Exactly. Right? Like, like our exactly. guy Neil is. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, uh, speaking of which, Columbia hired a new football coach. What do we I'm think? From, Who uh, is it? I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I can't remember his name, but I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> he's uh came from Union College. I think he had been with uh, 
Spagnoli at, at, at Penn, I believe, but you know, seems like, seems Mark like an up and comer. Uh, Mark Fabish. Does that sound right? Fabish. It's a, it's a fabulous hire. Or no, I might have that wrong. John Poppy. Why am I seeing two different things? John Poppy was named Columbia's Patricia and Shepard Alexander head coach of football in December 2023. That there that's, it is. That's right. That's the one. Yeah. 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 All right. Sounds well, like a ball knower. We'll see that. Well, we're gonna keep an eye on the offense next year. So we, we we'll should see. effort to get him on the trap draw at some point. Yeah. You know, just talk ball. Or or effort Neil's old head coach, Norris. He's the man. We we could effort him. Have him talk about Neil. Neil's, Neil's illustrious career. We could do um, an Ivy League football preview episode. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The last thing I had just, you know, pre, pre-airports, uh, AJ Ferrari, a.k.a. Mr. Fast Twitch. Is this uh, Bunky's got, boy? Yeah, this is Bunky's guy. This guy, he fleeced us on... Uh, yeah, tried we wanted to get a, a cameo. A message from him. Uh, and, he, you know, he didn't, uh, didn't come through for us. He got into a fight and got disqualified. Like he beat the shit out of this guy in this wrestling match. Uh, I think one of his maybe future teammates. I think he's going to Iowa or was going to Iowa until this. Uh, and then he got disqualified from the match. And the guy that like got his ass beat you know, won the match. So uh, it was wild. But yeah, he was you know double birds to the to the whole audience. Like sure, Mister Fast Twitch is really really doing some provocative stuff. I think we'll see him, but with the the wwe at some point right yeah it feels like that's the career path that he's on absolutely um randy couple quick things on the airports front i just want to congratulate you it's big bone season for you wolf wolf tc i got the biggest bone thrown my way by your people at united we are going over full time huh we're, we're going on a big trip and your boy got the mega upgrade to the United Polaris laydown seats, and honestly, I can't think of I can't think of anything that's going to happen this year that will bring me more immediate. Uh, just it's going to make my life better in a tangible way than getting that upgrade. So I don't know if it has to do with you know I, I was talking I was going to make a change in my personal credit card situation to try to get a United mileage card. Well, TC, I can report that we. We have done that. We have an active, I think it's through Chase, Visa, United Mileage Club card. You got the club. And I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, and I don't know if this is United. You know, they, they, they saw me giving a real effort, and so they, they threw me a bone here with this upgrade. Whatever it is, I am just over the moon. And I told you, I am, I'm officially a, a United guy now, TC. And that's, oh. that's big news to report. And I love it. I love that they're gonna they're gonna welcome into the Pol- Polaris Lounge on your your uh, outbound flight. Um, I'm happy to report I got my guy DJ lined up for an upgrade. I, I chipped him off some some plus points. That's huge. Uh, Cody right now is first on the upgrade list. I called the the one K line this morning. They said Mr. McBride is is currently first, and there's four seats available. And then, unfortunately, Solly is is not. He, after all the shit that he's talked about United, I did not give him any plus points. No, uh, he so doesn't he will, deserve any. Yeah, so he'll be he'll be flying in uh, premium premium economy, over. So, hmm. um, but uh, yeah, Randy, I, you know, I went to uh, went to the Savannah Airport for the first time. Savannah Hilton Head International. Yeah, very impressed. A lot of 
Very good airport. I, I, I think it was voted one of the best airports in the world. Like, you know, kind of small to medium size. Yeah. Uh, and I was very impressed. So I just wanted to shout that out. I don't know if I've ever flown in and out of Savannah, but I have picked, I think I picked my mom up there one time when we were at Hilton Head. I, I, I think that's the extent of my Savannah airport knowledge, but it, I'm glad to hear that they're yeah. running a great operation. Yeah, they are. They have good, good food and beverage op- options, like 10 times better than the Raleigh-Durham airport. So mm. um, what else we got? Uh, Icelandic air traffic control was, they were, they were on strike. I don't know what's going on with it. I think they're back on now. A volcano up there, keep, keeping a low profile. Haven't heard much about it lately. Up by Reykjavik. Boeing continues to just completely fuck up. This was the Alaskan air, the... The door, door got sucked out, out mid-flight. Yeah. They, 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 that kid's clothes got sucked off his body. Yeah. Which is I mean, crazy. That's, that's wild. So they grounded all the Boeing. The seven eight or the seven three seven nine maxes, because those are the maxes. ones just certain yeah. ones that have the door plug that are like it's basically the reason they plug that door is because there's it's a lower density arrangement that they have as far as the seats go. So they don't have to have that emergency exit or whatever it's Boeing like rearboarding and stuff. Boeing better get their shit together. They are. Yeah. I feel like they are circling the drain. They are. And you know, David Calhoun, he was supposed to come in and clean it up and it's just massive quality assurance issues. So, yeah. uh, this just came across our desk, you know, like last week it, it happened uh, earlier, you know, in 2023, uh, in, I think in August, but um, these parents dressed their child up in a light-up costume mid-flight, and it, it looks like like the Easter Bunny or something with these like remote control ears. Like I would have, I would have stormed that row and like taken out the parents. It's it's one the of parents. Those, like, the parents need not fly again. I I I will be a bit benevolent. I I think the kid. Probably was not of age, did not have agency in this, so I, I will let the child fly again. But those parents need to be on the no-fly list. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Speaking of no-fly list, our guy Isaiah Thomas uh, he got done dirty by Delta at uh, Westchester Airport. And this is uh, Zeke. This is Zeke, Zeke. We're talking about yeah. not not yeah. the not the Celtics. The the little guy from Washington. He was he was furious. He he uh, he took to social media. He said he experienced a level of incompetence and disrespect at Delta hashtag HPN Airport today on my way to work. HPN Great Airport, by the way. To all my fans who are looking forward to seeing me on NBA TV tonight, you can blame Delta for not letting me on the flight which I had a paid ticket and seat assignment. Happy 2024. This was on New Year's Day. And then the internet just chimed in with all sorts of, you know, I met the criteria. (laughs) (laughs) MJ, you know, being the... uh, The gate agent. uh, Yeah, gate agent, all that. I thought that was great. Yeah. I hate that for Zeke. I know. We we hate that. Uh, Hopefully he got a nice meal at the Red Lobster. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, our guys at United, they're going to spend like, close to $3 billion on Houston airport improvements. I, th- I flew through Dulles last week. It continues to be a complete hellscape. Uh, Randy, those, those, those like C and D, those were supposed to be temporary terminals that were built in like 1986 or 87. And they're still going 30 years later. 
35 years later. Um, listen, LGA Terminal 3, I'd flown on, on Delta before. I flew, I flew in on United. It was awesome. It slapped just as hard as the Delta Terminal. So I want to shout out there. There's a Centurion Lounge there. Uh, Who would have ever thought LaGuardia leading the way in, in building nice airports? It gives me so much hope for our country, for our world. You know, it's, it's we can do it. True we just have the spot. We yeah. just have to have the collective want to. Like we can, we can make great things. Now, if they could, if they could connect Laguardia to Manhattan via yeah. subway, Ugh. like that, It'd that might be on. like you know, maybe quantum computing can do that for us. <laughs> I mean, so, if it can, what are we? Well, yeah, what what good is it for? Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Big news breaking out of uh, not actually not not breaking. It broke last year, but BWI, Baltimore, Washington, Thurgood Marshall International Airport, KVV's home hub, uh, won a contest or won they they won the Cintas Award for best restrooms. So we're gonna have to have KVV. You know, report back on this. We're 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 reaching out to some Cintas context, or you know, to see if there's any pay for play going on here. If you have to be a Cintas, uh, maybe we should do a live hit from one of the stalls. <laughs> Randy, what's your take on the airport bathrooms? You got them in Denver now that you can see outside. Mm. On like yeah, you know, there's like the windows and all that. Are you are you yeah. pro those or is that disconcerting? No, I think I am pro. I, anytime you can get some natural light, I, I think that's a good thing. Okay. It, it, that that does not bother me. And then, yeah, I just had a couple, you know, American Airlines tid, tidbits. Kyle Thompson, uh, the golfer, he witnessed an American Airlines flight attendant being extremely rude to an elderly woman. He said, traveled my whole life and just witnessed the rudest flight attendants ever on American Air flight. 5269. She was super rude to an elderly lady, and a gentleman spoke up for the stranger and told the flight attendant she was being rude. She then kicked him off the flight. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, God. Can't have it. Um, and Solly refuses, refuses to take any accountability <laughs> for, for American Airlines. It's, it's truly a disgrace. Uh, did you see the video of the guy melting down? at the charlotte airport for being kept uh, from his dogs no <laughs> he screamed i screamed at this yeah. lady in the wheelchair oh it was so good the guy looked like uh chrisley from chrisley knows best oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah it was it was awesome it was fantastic uh and then yes somebody reached out they said their 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 american airlines pilot was taken off the flight in handcuffs during boarding in philly and then uh got another report of of uh, american being overbooked by 20 people flight from columbia to charlotte i'm sure that was an equipment change of, of sorts but i got into a back and forth with a couple of golf course architects uh blake conant specifically about you know just you know, why anybody would fly from columbia to charlotte but you know a you gotta get those segments and then b like who wants you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a 90 minute drive you know you're obviously connecting forward um I saw there was there was something rolling around. People playing pickleball at the Atlanta airport. That's a disgrace. Can't have yeah, that. Like, don't need right, it. Right, like nope. ba like basically using like the boarding rope as yeah. like the net. Disgusting. And then yeah, there was a big expose in I think New York Times Wall Street Journal about just air traffic control and how ATC guys are are 
flying or are showing up to work drunk or tired or overworked. It's it's a, it's a disaster, Randy. It's, it's a disaster waiting to happen. We got to uh, get so, our house in order. We got to get our house in order. We're gonna and then to uh, that drum. The piece de resistance was uh, Spirit Airlines put an unaccompanied six-year-old on the wrong flight. Which was I it, didn't was even it? know you could be unaccompanied as a six-year-old. I thought you had to be like at least ten or eleven. The, yeah, how does? I don't know how that happens. What? And wasn't there a teenager that got on a wrong flight too? I mean, Kevin McAllister. No, there was TC. This is this happened on New Year's Eve. Uh, Frontier Airlines put a 16-year-old who was um, supposed to be traveling from Tampa to Cleveland, he instead landed in San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's like even more out. disconcerting. Yeah, he mistakenly boarded the wrong Frontier Airlines flight. So we, we just we got to have these budget airlines. We got to get the the youths to where they're headed. You know. We can't lose track more. of the I think you have to pay a fee to be unaccompanied, right? Because then they have to, you know, they have somebody to meet you and all that. Where yeah. as a 16 year old, maybe, you know, I think the 16 year old has some skin in the game as far as that being an issue as well. Yeah, he's got to um, own a little bit of that. I, the six year old, I think. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the six year old, like that's like Freddie's six. Freddie turns seven <laughs> later this month. Like, <laughs> you know, I could see Freddie getting on the wrong flight. This was from, uh, of course. Philly to to uh, Fort Myers, uh, okay. but he was sent. He was incorrectly boarded on a flight to Orlando. Mm. Um, the child was always under the care and supervision of a spirit team member. As soon as we discovered the error, we took immediate steps to communicate with the family and reconnect them. Can you like imagine? So he was he was going to visit his his grandma, probably down in Naples. Can you imagine like getting that call as a parent? <laughs> Like, hey, this is so and so from Spirit Airlines. We got good uh, news and we got bad news. <laughs> what, what would you like to hear first? Good news is your kids in Florida. Bad news yeah. is he's in Orlando. Not- we got an eye on him. He's he's with he's with our people. The bad news is he's in Orlando. He did he we did not get him on the correct flight. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. Yeah, and I think the I think the grandchild was the one that called. Like like the airline didn't even call. These airlines, man, it's crazy. These so, airlines, except, except for United. United wouldn't have wouldn't have done that, right? No, our United, our United would never <laughs> love do that. that, Randy. That's right. Love that. Uh, I think that's all for today. Let's let's uh, let's go let's go play some golf. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, good one to kick off the year. Thank you to our sponsors, Stone Creek. Serve Pro, Roback. Um, as you said, stick around. Next couple weeks, we're going to have a perfect club. We're going to have another edition of the NFL owners. We're going to have the Booth Boys. And then TCU and I will be back in February chopping it up again. So can't wait to see you. Good show today. And uh, thank you to everybody listening. Favorite rapper, hey, now I'm your favorite.
Trapper's favorite trapper. The absolute.